Welcome to Eternal Elements Learning Podcast brought to you by Chessa Online. These podcasts are a part of the audio certificate programs on Chessa Online. You're free to take these podcasts on your desired portal also, should you only wish to learn on the go. Thank you so much for engaging on these podcasts. And you can connect with the author on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Welcome back. This is Niket Karasgi from Eternal Elements, brought to us just online. We are talking about international business in Season 8. How can we forget about the economic history, which is so integral to understanding of the international business? The World War II was a defining moment. It put the entire planet into flux. The economies were in shambles. There was destruction all over the place. And that is where the wisdom prevailed that everybody needs to collaborate. The World War II saw the conference at Bretton Woods happen and the Bretton Woods Twins were born. The Bretton Woods Twins of the IMF and the IBRD were created to reconstruct the whole world, which later on reconfigured itself into World Bank Group where the IMF was a separate entity which was looking at the aspects of economic reforms and whereas the World Bank organizations at that point in time, the IBRD and the IDA were looking at the reconstruction by giving the funds to the nations. WTO was a norm that was felt as a part of the concept of an international trade organization. While the World Bank Group did get formed, the IMF came into being, the United Nations also came into being to preserve the world order, the third organization of the international trade also was conceptualized, which then ended up in the GATT taking its form. General agreements and tariff and trade redefined the way businesses were happening now on in the world. And therefore what happened? When GATT came into being, the trade started, the economies were bouncing back. However, as it goes, the economy also moved through various cycles. Certain countries saw flux in their economic systems. And therefore, what happened is they went into zones of distress. And when that happened, these nations started playing certain games to beat the system. By then, services were getting into movement. Intellectual property was finding its own unique place. Artists and musicians were creating works of art, there were patents happening and there was no protection around it. And therefore the need was felt that now the GATT had to be reformed. Geneva is where GATT was formed in 1947. And it's very interesting that after 1947, GATT, though it was a provisional agreement, it lasted for half a century, 1947 to 1994. It created the highest growth in the world trade. It was a provisional idea as a third institution to handle the trade. And it was a part of the Bretton Woods system. However, it was successful. And this success of the trade that was happening started sowing the seeds for the World Trade Organization to come into being. GATT remained a legal principle for half a century, like I said with addition in form of sections and plurilateral agreements and its exclusive aspect was to reduce tariffs. While the GATT rounds were happening and reduction of tariff was happening, there was a Kennedy round where anti-dumping agreements came into play, there was a Tokyo round 
where trade barriers and internal systems of the GATT were improved, and that led to the Uruguay Round, which led to the creation of WTO. Therefore, the Uruguay Round is extremely important in its own way. The Uruguay Round was round to end all the rounds. It took two times the original schedule, and 123 countries took part. It covered all trades. It said that it covered all trades from toothpaste to pleasure boards. Pleasure boards, the yachts, even they became the part of this entire phenomena of creation of WTO. It was the largest trade negotiation. It seemed to be doomed in the beginning. There were a lot of hurdles. However, it did work out. And interestingly, and the most important aspect, rules for dispute settlement were revised because there was no accountability in terms of anybody who violated the rules. So there was the Geneva Ministerial Conference, which says, which put in the sold the seeds of the Uruguay Round, and then the Canada Round happened, which was the midterm review, which ended up in a deadlock. Then there we had there was a quiet Geneva Round where the agreement on the deadlock took place. and then at brussels there was a disagreement on agriculture but finally there was a draft created by arthur dunkel and it's called the dunkel's draft that got created which became the basis of the final agreement it contained all aspects of uruguay round except the country list the commitments on duties and opening up of the service markets the dunkel draft then moved into several negotiations there were successes there were failures deadlines passed by there were new points of conflict on agriculture on services market access anti dumping creation of new institutions us and eu disagreements a whole lot of things were happening there and then the player house accord happened between the eu and the us where differences in agriculture were sorted out the quad the us eu japan canada and they made a significant progress in terms of tariffs and market access and then the final deal in marrakesh at morocco happened where the reopening of negotiations post deadlocks happened and still on they're being incorporated in the doha agreement as an agenda so the final road map primarily was that in geneva gat was born there was the havana charter where there was an agreement Uh, then there was the Kennedy round of anti-dumping. Then there was the Tokyo round of systems. Then there was the Uruguay round with the acceptance of the agenda, and all the rounds ended. The series of Uruguay rounds led to Marrakesh agreements, where it was signed January '95. WTO was created at Geneva, and the agreements came into effect. WTO is the most important organization today, which looks at trade agreements. and it operates on certain principles we shall study those principles in the next podcast but i must say that wto like i said earlier is the biggest reform in international trade and this biggest reform is what has created this new world this new world of globalization some people like it some people don't like it but i have already discussed the schools of thought and wto is here thank you very much This is Nikit Karaski signing off from Eternal Elements, brought to you by Chess Online. I shall see you in the next podcast, and we will talk about the principles on which WTO operates. Thank you. I'll see you in the next podcast.